Hey everyone, and welcome back to my Blackadian universe. I wanted to talk today about critical race theory, which um, people are getting really upset about. Um, and uh, the people that are really upset about it can't really define it. So um, yeah, let's talk about it. So critical race theory has been around for like decades. Um, and it's just about, you know, how laws were sort of, you know, built in uh, America just on, you know, they have a racist um, history and implications. And, you know, it's just sort of, you know, a theory around that. Um, which, you know, isn't a theory. We all know it's true. We can follow the the thread between, you know, slavery and Jim Crow laws and, you know, all the way up to today with, you know, restrictions and around, you know, loans and, you know, housing loans and how people have, white people have, you know, built their wealth through housing and, um, education and you know just all these restrictions and you know where people are allowed to live and what they can borrow and businesses it's it's evident um so uh people just get very very uncomfortable and it's really interesting because it's really uh turned into this triggering um issue where um, people are getting very hot under the collar about something because, you know, they've heard about it for the first time uh, <laughs> recently, which is really bizarre. Um, and so I was thinking, you know, why are people um, all just all of a sudden getting so um, fearful and anxious about this? They're like protesting uh, yelling in schools and just getting super uh, upset about it. And I think what it, essentially what it boils down to is um, fear, white fear and white fragility. And that's just, it's just exhausting at this point can I say that exhausting at this point I think um and it also just you know it proves our point the world is you know America Canada you know colonized nations they were built um stolen for white people to benefit white people and I, I'm you know I, I think as a person of color we know this um, it's not a surprise to us and I think for a lot of white people this isn't the history that they're accustomed to that they've been taught that they have um, been grown a costume that they you know built their life and their beliefs upon you know they that's not how they want to see themselves um as people of color we don't have that luxury of hiding um from that reality we know it we feel it 
all the time. Our lives have been impacted by it. Um, so, you know, we, we are not living in, in, uh, in a delusional state. And the world has gotten smaller with social media, you know, and uh, people of color's voices have gotten louder. You can no longer ignore um, people of color anymore. You can't ignore this theory. So I feel like, you know, now that people are paying attention, um, then they can now feel like all of a sudden, oh, we're under attack. We're under attack by so many sources, you know, this whiteness, um, we're, we're getting a attacked for just being who we are, you know, and you know, part of me is sympathetic, but part of me is like, welcome to our world. Welcome to my world. Um, you know, I, <laughs> sorry, but it's true. You know, I, I can't have sympathy. And I'm not, I, I'm not saying that we're, uh, I, uh, yeah, sorry, we're not attacking white people. I think that's uh, just, you know, plain stupid if you think that. Um, we're just pointing out a reality where, you know, the people that are talking about this, people that are so hot about it are white people. Like people of color can sit down and have a rational conversation because this is not, this isn't news to us. It's news to you. So, you know, take a moment, step back, think about it. And then, you know, maybe do what we have to do anytime people talk about race and we challenge races, you know, uh, don't get aggressive about it. You know, I feel threatened by your uh, behavior that you're getting so hot and bothered about it, which is what you would say to a black woman if uh, I challenged you on some racist ass garbage. And, you know, have a rational, calm conversation about it. Um, and think about it through, like, think it through because, um, it's true. It's very true. And I think if it wasn't, if it didn't have legs, if it didn't have, you know, truth to it, then it would have been easily dismissed and people wouldn't be getting so aggravated about it. And I don't want to say it's okay, but I mean, I think um, we're not trying to just like any sort of, you know, um, social experiment and thought and theories. These are all things that are um, just part of academic study. It's about knowledge. It's about building knowledge. And we shouldn't be afraid of that. Um, it's beneficial to us. I think, you know, the idea is that we're trying to change these things. We're trying to make um, things equal and better. And um, we shouldn't be shying away from that. People shouldn't be shying away from that. And if you have a problem with people learning about critical race theory and it's not being taught in like elementary schools and stuff like that, so I don't know where that's coming from. If you're afraid of people expanding their knowledge and understanding um, history and laws um, and people of color in a different way than what has historically been done, which has not been favorable, then maybe your problem isn't with critical race theory. It's with upholding white supremacy because that's what you're trying to do. 
I've always had a problem with Black History Month. Um, and it that sounds really bad, actually, but it's not that I didn't enjoy learning about Black History Month. You know, people have always made the jokes, why is it the shortest month? Um, which is a valid point. Uh, but <laughs> the I enjoyed learning about Black History. I have learned a lot about it. Um, but I hated that it was segregated. Um, <laughs> so me and my friend, we were one of a few, you know, Black kids. I talk about it all the time. I grew up in a predominantly white neighborhood. And I talk about uh, as we were, you know, there was literally like four black kids in my grade. And we were like, we always made the jokes about like, you know, why is it segregated? You know, why, why, why are they trying to segregate Black History Month? You know, we learned about history, um, Canadian history and like American history, you know, all throughout the year. Why couldn't we just, you know, learn about black history? all throughout the year. So that's the problem that I always had with it. Like, I was like, why is it that we can only dedicate this time? Like, and it just reinforced this message that this was a horrible thing that happened a long, long, long time ago. Not that damn long ago. I hate that part. Like, show those pictures in color. There was color photographs that were taken. Um, And just make it seem like it's this distant, distant thing in the past. It was like, people were still like shouting in the streets. Um, in the 60s um, and putting, you know, black kids in cages. That's not that long ago. Like the people that were doing that to kids are like in their 60s today. They are, you know, maybe still working in jobs, still influencing people's lives. Like that is not that long ago. It was in these people's lifetimes. Racist, very racist people that thought it was okay to stop a child from going into a white school are still alive today. Um, that The children that went to school thinking that they needed to stay away and be segregated for black people are, you know, are like in their 60s right now. So that's a reality that they seem to not want us to add up that math and think about. And, you know, I always had an issue with that being separate. It was sort of like, this is our time to think about this horrible thing that happened. And, you know, after February, you know, it always ends with, and the Underground Railroad saved all black people. And (laughs) that was like the story we were given. And, you know, as black students, we were like giving, uh, you know, those lessons, the side eye, because we knew very much living in Canada that we still live in a racist country, you know, but I know that my white peers received a completely different education. They literally thought those things as fact. They were like, oh, we were the great North saviors of black people, Canada, done dust my hands i'm not racist i know two three four black people done and that and that is what they literally believe they didn't think about it outside of that month they didn't think about the history and the impacts and you know nothing outside of that month it was done and gone and over with and then we can learn about you know the heroism and you know the wars and all these other things outside of it and i just i I love there's this hashtag that I use all the time and it was it's American history. Black history is American history because it's true. There's so much effort in trying to separate the two. Nobody wants to acknowledge that black people were enslaved, not slaves. We were enslaved 
by white people. And that is a huge part of American history. We talk about it in these little bite-sized morsels to protect white people's feelings so they don't feel bad um, and sort of separate it from all the other things that happen. And um, I, I, it, I always had an issue with that. We need to integrate them uh, and so that people understand that we can't talk about American history and the history of black people in America in isolation. They are interconnected. They are um, foundational for understanding how this country was built. And if we wrap our head around that a little bit better, I think it would really help um, people not have such a big issue with critical race theory um, as this new fangled concept and as an attack what is happening is we're not saying that, you know, all white people are racist. You know, that's absurd. Um, When we talk about critical race theory, what we're talking about is that white people benefit from our racist history. That is fact. That's just how it is. As a black person living in Canada, I know this. And so, um, too long especially here in Canada people think that if they are not actively you know hurting black people then their job is done in the fight against racism and um, it's not at all the case not at all the case you know we have to dismantle these systems we have to be anti-racist we have to be challenging these ideals all the time and you need to get comfortable with that fact and um it's it's something that um i i know especially in canada and i know especially among um my white peers that they are really um struggling with they're struggling with it and it's i've learned in my uh years to be more patient with that because I know that um, I talked about it before like I I, they haven't received the education that I received they didn't you know sit through those history classes you know giving their you know side eye to these things they literally had the privilege of believing that racism was a thing of the past and they are now being enlightened to the fact that that's not the case. So um, I think I think that's something that uh, I try to remind myself a lot of um, when I see people getting so hot and bothered about it that this is new to them. But what I do not accept and what I don't think is okay is that people are trying to ban it and stop it from, you know, moving forward. That's not what's going to happen. That's not right. Um, and, you know, having people think outside of the white supremacy box is not a bad thing. And I think people are scared of change. They're scared of change and they're afraid of, you know, um, being on the receiving end of what people of color have been on the receiving end for their whole lives. And they should be afraid because 
it is a terrible thing. It is a terrible thing to be treated inferior simply because of the color of your skin. And, um, you know, luckily, that is not what we're trying to do here. That's not what learning about uh, systemic and, you know, institutionalized racism is about. It's about removing barriers and making everything equal for everybody, regardless of the color of your skin. So I just wanted to end with um, the thought that uh, people being angry and upset about critical race theory is, again, white fragility. It's the idea that being so passionate about this thing and getting super angry will, you know, quiet down um, an opposing viewpoint and voice. It happens all the time when um, racist white people get confronted with racism. Um, you know, they immediately switch to anger, which I've always found hilarious because it's the um, it's the response that um, has been, you know, trained into them to sort of make it seem like they're so um, innocent and, you know, that are crying. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, oh, they're so innocent, they could possibly racist. And it just, it, I f find it hilarious because it's something that as a black woman, I don't have the luxury of doing. I When I'm confronted with extreme racism and prejudice and horrific bigotry, you know, I have to keep my cool and my calm. And that's, um, you know, otherwise I will be, you know, met with white tears and fear. You know, my life could be in danger if I make a white person scared enough. And, um, you know, I just have to, to keep my cool. So I have no patience um, for that, you know, excuse my language, bullshit response. Um, I know what you're doing. Everyone knows what you're doing. And, you know, if it wasn't so dangerous, it would be friggin' hilarious. Um, so I feel that um, it's a step towards progress that people are thinking of these things that people, racist people are feeling threatened by it. But I encourage everyone to, you know, find out about critical race theory on your own and realize that it's not a scary thing. Um, and, you know, understand that it's not about attacking white people. It's about attacking white supremacy. Um, you know, the, they're not one in the same. Um, open your mind, expand your mind and realize that it's not the same. And uh, what you should be doing as an ally if you are truly anti-racist is working to understand racism in all of its forms and dismantling it in all its forms um, and that includes preventing people from learning about critical race theory so thank you so much for listening and i will talk to you next time